she's Lisa, and she rants. You are now listening to the Lisa Rants Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Lisa Rants Podcast. Today, I have everyone's favorite guest back for another episode, Nigel. What's going on, people? Hey, uh, thanks so much for coming back. Some of the episodes that we've had together were the most popular. I know everyone loves your insight and everything you have to say, so I appreciate you ha- coming back. No, I appreciate you having me. So today, you guys, we're going to talk about a subject that I recently hit up Nigel about because it's something that I feel like in your early 20s, a lot of us can relate to, and it's just kind of the balance between your dreams and reality. So I called Nigel like probably a week ago, and I was just like, Nigel, I need your advice. Like, I just did a little Lisa rants for him on the phone. And I was just telling him how, you know, on one hand, I do feel like this podcast is my passion and like, it's my purpose in life. And it's something that I really want to like have take off and take me somewhere. But at the same time, like I went to college for marketing and my nine to five is a marketing job that I do also love too. And I know from a realistic standpoint that like marketing is probably going to take me places and in society, we have this kind of mold that we're supposed to just go to college, get a job for the next 50 years, and, like, that's what we do. But at the same time, I think me and Nigel relate on this, that we have this kind of, like, entrepreneurial spirit in us that makes us want to, you know, explore our options and kind of, like, start a business from scratch. And we have all these dreams of, like, taking over the world and all this stuff. So I want you to kind of, like, talk to everyone about that because you spit a lot of gems to me on the phone, and I think that a lot of people can benefit from your your knowledge yeah most definitely um how would you start with your like what is your journey and your dreams and goals i would say my journey definitely started when i was younger i think when i was younger that's when i really realized and i I might not even realize it but i just felt like i was meant for more and whether that was i wanted more out of my life or i just didn't want to be in the situation that i was surrounded by all these different people that really didn't have these high aspirations, high goals. I just wanted more out of life. So as I'm going through college, because you definitely mentioned college. Yeah. I realized college is really set up as far as you come here four or five years, whatever, but you have to have your whole life planned out. You have to know what you want to do in the future. You have to make sure you take all these classes. And once you take these classes and you get that degree, then you, like you said, you jump into your career and you're in your career for the rest of your life. And when I was in school, I kind of realized life doesn't really work like that. Mm-hmm. And for me, especially being somebody with a, who has big dreams, big aspirations, a lot of people are going to tell you, you can't do this or you should do this or this is the way you're supposed to go or you're not supposed to do it like that. But then I had to really realize for myself that, you know, I want so much more and a lot of people aren't going to fully understand that. So as far as like the journey goes, I would say it's all about your mentality and how you feed your mentality. Are you going to feed it with fear or are you going to feed it with positivity? Are you going to feed it with um, belief, that belief in yourself that, you know, I'm going to make this happen somehow, some way. I don't know how long. I don't know how short it's going to take me, but I'm going to get there. And I think that's the biggest thing for a lot of people is do you believe in yourself enough? to get to that point and if you do are you making sure that you're feeding your mentality with 
that right energy to get to where you're trying to go. Yeah, and that's also what I want to brush up upon because I think we did also talk about like limiting beliefs like when we were on the phone. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of like naysayers that are around us all the time and just telling us like, oh, that's not realistic. or mm-hmm. And you said something really good about how you don't even care about that. You know where you're going to go and you don't let anyone's kind of opinion stop you. I just yeah. want you to brush up on that. So what I was saying in that conversation is like, a lot of times when people will tell you you're being unrealistic, those are the people who don't really have high aspirations. A lot of people, they're content where they're at. And that's okay. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. But what a lot of people don't understand is just because you're content doesn't mean that other people don't want more and aren't working towards more. And vice versa. Because I know a lot of people who want more that they don't understand the people who are content. But, you know, it's different strokes for different folks. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I had to realize is a lot of the times when people were telling me, you're being unrealistic, you're being this, you're being that, you shouldn't do that. That's not possible. For me, I had to realize that, you know what, you're only saying that because you feel like that's for you. And once yeah. you set something to being unrealistic, you're setting limitations for yourself. Mm-hmm. So for me... I'm a firm believer that I can make anything happen. And because of that, a lot of people around me, what I'm realizing is they want me to be good, but they don't want me to be great. Yes. So with that, it's like there's people who do care, people who do love me, but they want me to be good. And I'm good right now. I'm very much mm-hmm. good. I'm in a good situation. The average person would be happy right now. But yeah. for me, I want so much more. I want to be great. So a Ooh, lot of the things in I'm between feeling. good and great people don't get that. Mm-hmm. So you have to be able to want surround yourself with people who want to be great. And then also just know if you're trying to be great, you're going to be great. But you can't listen to the people who just want to be good because they're not giving you that same quality advice that you need to get to where you want to go. And sorry, I feel like I'm going to sidetrack right now, but mm-hmm. that's a really good point because I've, I've been struggling with this personally, like right now, like every day, I feel like, like you just said, for an average person, I'm great. Like, I have a good job. Like, everything's fine. But I struggle with, like, being grateful and, like, happy with where I am right now and content because most people would want to be where I am right now. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I like you said, I want to be great. Like, this is – I cannot be content here at all. Like, I mm-hmm. know what I want to do. Like, this is not – I'm not built to live, like, an average life. Like, yeah, I know that definitely. sounds, like, maybe kind of weird, but – it's so hard to just be like, should I just be happy? When should I chill? Or like, when should I make moves? Or like, I don't know. It's tough. Yeah. One thing I've really been focused on in my life is I love knowledge. So I love to read. I literally go to a bookstore every day. That's how I spend my free time. Yeah. Go to a bookstore, Barnes and Nobles, mm-hmm. and I just read as many books as I can. But one thing I've been really, that I learned is you have to be aware of what is happiness. What does happiness mean to you? Yeah. And you can't define your happiness with somebody else's because everybody has their own different definitions of happiness. That's true. So for me, happiness is when I'm working towards a goal that I feel is fulfilling. Mm-hmm. That active process of working towards that goal that makes me feel fulfilled, that's when I'm at my happy yeah. happiest. Okay. So for a lot of people, what I would tell them is you have to understand what makes you happy. And for me, working towards my goals makes me happy. So whenever I'm working, everybody says, Naja, you work too hard. You're a workaholic. You need to chill. But when I'm chilling... Even me, I said yeah, that to him. She, she, <laughs> I'm like, I you get, need to have fun. <laughs> I get that a lot. Which is true. You have to have that balance. But yeah. like for me, 
I'm at my happiest when I'm working towards a goal. Yeah, it is fun for it's you. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, I love it. And I think I get it from my dad because he's a workaholic. But for me, mm-hmm. just that working and making progress and being able to like, okay, look back. Oh, man, I made all this growth in this little time. And I'm on my way. That's what makes me happy. Where other people, they're happiest when they're hanging out with their friends. Or they're happiest when mm-hmm. they're... At home, chilling on the couch, watching their favorite show. Like, you have to have, be able to know what makes you happy and then adjust how you work accordingly. How do you kind of ignore the naysayers and keep going after your goals and not have them, like, limit your beliefs in yourself and your ability? You know, I try to build a very strong foundation for myself. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, one, I try to make sure the people around me definitely believe in me but also they keep it real with me mm-hmm. that's number one i think if you set your foundation of like a support system then you're you're on your way because what a naysayer says it's not gonna hold the same weight or even when it does because sometimes you can't always have the strongest armor sometimes somebody's gonna get a little chink in your armor and then that's when i go to somebody who i trust somebody who i know believes in me and who's gonna tell me honestly i'm gonna mm-hmm. be like hey the this people who want to see you do great. Yeah, the people who want to see me do great. Yeah. I'm going to ask them, hey, am I a little off on this? Or do I need to work on this? Or like moments when people are telling me like, Nigel, you need to stop working. You got to chill out. Or you need to take this paycheck or whatever, whatever, whatever. I'll go to them like, yo, am I tripping about this job? Or am I tripping about working? Mm-hmm. And those are the people who I know they want to see me great. So I know they're going to be honest or yeah. not. But then in addition to that, I think having naysayers are important. Because they, that should be fuel. Mm. Like, the more people tell me I can't, that's the more I want to prove you wrong, that I can't. Yeah. And for me, I've had teachers. I've had friends. I've had family members. I've had strangers. I've had a lot of people who said, you can't do this. That's impossible. That's never going to happen. And every time they say that, I remember. Like, I remember it. I keep it real strong and close to my heart. And I work even harder to just show them it is possible. You should never count me out. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you feel about our generation in general? Because I know with me, I feel like people are saying like, you know, millennials and Gen Gen Z, we kind of want things to happen like overnight. Mm-hmm. And like with this podcast, I went through something recently where I noticed that like my grow- my listeners weren't growing as fast as I wanted them to. And like for a long time, it was just, like, constant growth, and then now it's kind of, like, plateaued. And so I freak out. I'm like, okay, how am I going to get more listeners? Where are they going to come from? Mm-hmm. And um, my best friend Alex, actually, shout out to him, he was just telling me, like, Lisa, a year ago, this wasn't even a thought in your head to have a podcast. Like, you didn't even have the thought to have a podcast until August of last year. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, shit, like, it's crazy because it's like I'm expecting like to have like thousands and thousands of listeners and it hasn't even been a year. Mm-hmm. So how do you deal with your own kind of like personal setbacks and kind of just wanting that instant gratification? How do you keep going and keep feeling fueled to go towards your dreams when you feel like you're having a setback? So for me personally, I think setbacks are lessons. And that's one thing that I try to think about. I always think Will Smith said it best, right? In a video, Will Smith was talking about how it's important to have a positive relationship with failure, with mistakes. Mm -hmm. And he was saying mistakes are the lessons that you learn from that help you get better, that make you makes you a better person. So for me, I try to look at setbacks in that same way. If 
I'm messing up or if I made a mistake or if things aren't going the way I'm going. Okay, this is the situation. How can I learn from it? How can I utilize this and make it better? How can I learn from this small mistake or these numbers that I'm not getting? And how can I grow it more? Can I do this differently? Oh, did this work? No. All right, let me try this. Oh, that didn't work? Let me keep trying. And I think looking at setbacks in that sense of as a learning process, that helps. And another thing I think in general with setbacks is you were talking about our generation, millennials, and we do 100% living in like a microwave generation. Yeah. We want it quick, fast. Mm -hmm. But what I've realized as I'm studying different people who make it fast and some people who take time yeah. is the faster it comes, the quicker it leaves. So I don't want to be successful for a year. I don't want to be successful for just a couple of months and then, oh, where's Nigel? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm building. What I'm working towards, I'm trying to build for the future so I have longevity in whatever I do. That's so true. even now, I try to look at things almost like, okay, I'm building towards my 30s. I'm building towards my 40s and 50s because a yeah. lot of times when you're in your 20s. We think it has to happen now. We think that's all we're thinking. We're thinking 20s. It has to happen before yeah. this time. If it doesn't happen before this time, I'm a failure. And then really, you tweeted something about this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's the that's one thing that I've realized. A lot of times we're so focused on, man, we gotta make it big in our twenties. Oh, mm -hmm. we gotta make it twenty four, twenty five. I gotta make it. Yeah. And then when we get to twenty four, twenty five, even twenty eight, and it's not there, we're like, oh, we failed. Now I'm content. I'm gonna live in my job, mm -hmm. uh, live where I live, and my life is just destined to be this. Whereas, no, that's not true because. I think Tiffany Haddish, she didn't get her start till like 39. Yeah, there's a um, bunch of people. J.K. Rowling, she didn't get her start till like late 30s, maybe 40s. Yeah. Don't quote me on that. But Oprah the point got is, fired at 27. Yeah, yeah. The point is, a lot of people, they don't get that success until much later. So if you're starting at your 20s and you're building for your 30s and your 40s and so on and so forth, then you're bound to get be successful at some point. Yeah. It's almost it's hard like, to remember that, though. Exactly. Yeah. And for all my sports people, I always have to drop in a well, sports. Oh, here we go. If you shoot a <laughs> hundred three pointers, you're bound to hit at least five out of a hundred. <laughs> like you're bound, and that's kind of where the mentality you have to have is like if you are doing this for a strong ten years of your life, by the time you are thirty something, you are bound. To have some type of growth you're bound to reach more people mm -hmm. and if you don't then you're not learning from the process you're not changing you're not evolving with time you're you're content to where you're you're at and that's perfectly fine like i said earlier but if you're really serious about it you want to make sure you're thinking of the future you're working for now but you're thinking of the future and i think for me that's what helps with setbacks and failures because it's like okay i fail now but I'm happy I feel now compared to when I'm 30-something. Yeah. And the heat of the moment, I probably have some kids or I might yeah. have a family. I'd rather feel now. now. Exactly. Yeah. That's actually a good, like, transition. Like, do you, have you had any huge kind of setbacks or failures and something where you had to be like, okay, I need to just stop this project because it's not working? Or has, has that ever happened to you? All the time. So I read this book. Don't steal or steal like an artist. That's what it's called. Steal like an artist. Okay. And in the book, it was talking about what you want to do is when you're working on something, make sure you're working on several different things because as you're working, you're going to be very passionate about something. And mm -hmm. then once that passion runs out, you want to switch to something you're 
more passionate about. Mm -hmm. And then when you're out of passion and you finish that, then you can always go back and hopefully your passion comes back. And that's, if anybody knows me, they know I'm working on a hundred things at once, Mm -hmm. but that's what I do. I keep my focus on one thing and I run at it hard. And the minute I'm like, eh, I'm bored or eh, I'm not feeling the same type of energy, I switch to something else. So for me, as far as failures, I fail almost every day when I'm trying to do things. I'm a planner. I like to be strategic. I like to come up with a million ideas before I go into something to make sure I'm as prepared. And then every time I go into it as prepared, I mess up or I didn't think of this or I didn't think of something else. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, man. And then from that point, I just keep learning. Like, okay, you know what? That didn't work. Let me try this. Let me mm. try that. And it's really important just to fail quick, fail fast and fail better yeah. each time. And that's a good thing to like remind people, because even for myself, like, Lisa Rant, it started off as a blog. Like, I wanted to be a blogger, and I Mm -hmm. thought I was, like, such a good writer and all this stuff, and I quickly realized, I'm like, okay, writing isn't really for me. Like, I don't really like keeping up a blog. And, like, that was fine, but it really hurt me because I was like, oh, I just put so much time into this blog, and I really wanted it to be, like, this amazing blog, and I just couldn't really keep up with it. The passion kind of left me, and it's okay because it led to me, like, making this podcast, like, it's still Lisa Rant. It still has my same like messaging, but it's just a better platform for me personally. Exactly. So I feel like the failures help you kind of find what you sh- actually should be doing. You exactly. Know? And one thing people don't pay attention to is when you fail your way to success. But ultimately, there's no such thing as wasted time. The yeah. only time time is wasted is if you allow it to be wasted. Mm-hmm. If you don't have the mentality to say, you know what, this is what I learned. This is the experience I gained from it. Mm-hmm. This is how it push me forward then the time's wasted because you didn't take the time to learn about it and that's one thing for you which is really important is because you said you know what i want to do this blog i put so much time into it but you know what Mm, this isn't for me yeah now imagine if you didn't have a mentality where it's like oh man this isn't for me because a lot of people in that same situation a lot of my friends a lot of people i know they'll start something and then they'll realize it's not for them. Yeah. And then they'll be like, you know what? I failed. I'm a failure. I give up. I'm not going to do it again. Yeah, Compared exactly. to you who evolved. You say, you know what? I might not be good with writing. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm a good writer. But you know what? I don't really want to write every single day. Yeah. <laughs> Let me utilize my voice somewhere, something else. Oh, I could still do this type of blog energy, but with a podcast. Oh, man. And then it exactly. explodes. That's evolving over time yeah. through a failure. So, I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of times... People just, you got to know that just because you fail doesn't make you a failure. You just got to keep learning and make sure you have that mentality of just being resilient. Like, okay, I fell, but I'm going to get up Yeah. and I'm going to keep going. Exactly. I love that. So, Nigel, what are some of your dreams and how are you going to make them a reality? I would say my long-term dream is I want to be a media proprietor. So, I want to own my own media company and eventually be able to you know, pick and choose the content that I'm showing the world and hopefully be able to create a lot more representation for people of color and just underrepresented people in general. Yeah. So that's the big goal is to own my own company. But in order to get there, it's a lot of steps. Yeah. So I would say my the next goal that I hope to have is to have my own television show or have my own talk show or do something in that realm but i'm just i love content i love creating content i love watching content seeing other people tell stories Mm -hmm. through 
whatever they're passionate about. So it's really figuring out how can I create a platform to help other people share what they want to share. So as far as how am I going to get there, you know, something like that, like I said earlier, that's something that I'm not going to do in my 20s. That's something I'm probably do in my 40s or 50s. Yeah. Maybe 30s if I'm lucky. But it's how can I work my way up to get into to that point? Yeah, that's so dope. And I know you are making those steps right now. Like, mm-hmm. you recently had your, like, first TV appearance, which was so dope. Yeah, that I was I watched cool. it. Like, you were just, like, a natural on TV. So how was that experience for you? It was actually very, very life-changing. Yeah. In the sense of, I did first of all, I didn't even know I was going to be on TV. Yeah. When somebody told me about that opportunity, I thought it was going to be a podcast or mm-hmm. it was just going to be a face-to-face interview. Yeah. So I didn't know until the night before when I like researched. The night before? Yeah, until I <laughs> researched wild. the company that I was doing it with. And then I found out it's live television. So I was like, oh, wow. But when I was on there, it was so natural. It was almost scary how natural it felt for me. So yeah. it was life-changing in a sense of it told me like I can do this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I... I understand that I might fail a couple times or I might go up there. I might make an absolute clown of myself or whatever. But that one experience definitely told me, like, you know, there's something there for you. You're very comfortable in front of a live television broadcast. So if you can do it live and like that, you can do it anywhere. So that was, yeah, it was a great experience. Yeah, that's dope. And I feel like a lot of my listeners, it's, it's good to hear this because... You know, there are little kind of moments that you can work towards in your career that really keep you motivated and help you know, kind of affirm your goals and your dreams to be like, hey, I can do this. Like, <laughs> all right, this feels good to me. I'm going to keep at it. I'm going to keep going. Exactly. Because I feel like for you, especially going on TV, that kind of like reaffirmed your dreams of like, okay, yeah, I actually do want to be on TV. Oh, I do want to have my own TV show. Most definitely. And one thing people don't always see is the work that goes in towards that. Yeah. I've done a lot of work by myself mm-hmm. in a room literally not having a team just me yeah having to record live go in front of the camera say everything oh man i messed up having to get up go all the way back delete keep going recall like yeah. the whole process <laughs> so people don't see that but mm-hmm. that's i would say that's like my message for people listening to make sure you're putting in the work to prepare because it's all about preparation and that's always how i saw i see my dreams it's like what i'm doing now is preparing me to get to those moments yeah but what about you? What is your overall dream? Um, my overall dream, I'm still still kind of working on that, what that really is. But as far as my podcast goes, I'm really just trying to stay patient, but still kind of like working towards, you know, building my audience. My, my dream is to just have like um, a really like good podcast that has like a whole team, maybe like a production team that's mm-hmm. like legit, have sponsors, little commercial breaks call in guests and just have like a community of like listeners that you know are really invested in like my episode every week because I'm a huge podcast listener like I love the do you ever listen to the Joe Budden podcast no but I see it all the time you should it's so good and like all of his fans like we're just so obsessed with him and everything he has to say every single week and like now they're going on tour like podcasting tours like Mm -hmm. I would love to do that you know and just have like women not even women but women and men just kind of like relating to what I have to say and just helping people and honestly that's why I keep doing podcasting is because like I recently got a message saying how listening to my podcast on her commute in the morning like really helped her just like get in a better mood when going into work and like just little things like that really like just keep me going and even when like I feel like my podcast is kind of like the listeners aren't growing anymore and stuff like that 
that's my main goal is to just make people happy and enjoy my content you know what i mean so over time i just want it to be like a bigger show not just me like almost definitely have a community and to that point and this is like the last thing that just went in my mind while you were saying that yeah one is like when you're working on things and you might not see the growth you might not feel the growth but it doesn't mean that it's not growing like slow process slow progress is still progress yeah so a lot of times people who listen who are inspired by you they won't even tell you that's like true. you will know go years and they won't even tell you but the moments when they do tell you it really is reaffirming of like keep going mm-hmm. but then also what i was going to say is one thing that you're doing that a lot of people don't understand is you're creating a body of work that is consistent so when mm-hmm. people look up in the future when they look up you they'll yeah. see you've done the work yeah you've done the work you've done the process you have all this body of work resume whatever you want to call it portfolio podcast mm-hmm. that people are going to say like oh yeah she's definitely working she's about this because yeah. a lot of times in our generation we're microwave so it's like we do it and then we do it three times and then it's all of a sudden like yeah. i should make it i didn't go those. viral yet yeah. <laughs> but yep. when people see like oh you've actually done the work that makes them more in tune to what you're doing and you can also see the growth from where you started to where you are now, you've grown significantly. Yeah. And you can see that growth. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing I will say, and I try to tell all my friends this all the time, is that there's power in the work that you do mm-hmm. because teamwork really does make the dream work. So a, there's a quote by Miriam Williamson. Yeah. And I'm paraphrasing it, but one thing she says, you, you dimming your light does nothing for the people around you. Mm-hmm. If you shine brighter that helps the people around you want to shine brighter. Mm-hmm. So I tried to, I broke this down to my homeboy recently, and it was like the dopest conversation we had. If you're absolutely at your best and you're growing with your podcast, automatically you're putting me and your, also your other friends in a position where they have to shine. Mm-hmm. Because if you're doing great and I'm doing great, yeah, obviously because we have that connection, we have that friendship, yeah, we're going to help each other build up. Yeah. So, for example, if I'm at my absolute best and I reach my dream, automatically that puts you in a position to reach your dream mm-hmm. because I'm, of course, going to go to you and say, hey, I have this idea. Your mm-hmm. podcast is dope. Let's get this work. Yeah. And because you had that body of work to show that you've done it, mm-hmm. it helps me for whoever I had to talk to. Like, yo, I know this girl. She does this podcast. Yeah. You should check it in. Yeah. And that's one thing I feel like people don't understand. And this goes back to people want you to be good but not great. Because a lot of people who want you to be good or who are content with being good, they'll tell you to, like, chill out, don't work. You shouldn't even do that. You shouldn't even do this. But they don't even see how somebody working towards their goals helps them because exactly. it helps them get light for their goals. Yeah. So if everybody's it's like, working. kind of like networking. Exactly. <laughs> if everybody's working and everybody's trying to help each other be great, mm-hmm. then we all can share the platform of being great. Exactly. And that's how you change the world. It's not... Sure, one man can change the world, but when one man has a hundred people or even close ten friends to help build, that's a team I'm laughing because I thought about the Big Sean song. Yeah, I was thinking that's that's something I really like. I was thinking I was gonna sing it, but then I knew you'd make fun of me, so I was like, you know what? Oh yeah, I would have jokes. (laughs) Viewers, listen, I would have clowned her on air. I promise you. But yeah, so like my point is, what you're doing, don't stop because you're working hard puts other people in a position who want to work hard. And if we keep building off that energy, 
teamwork is going to make the dream work. And when one person makes it, we all make it. Mm -hmm. And that's why I do appreciate your friendship because, like, when I was struggling one day after work, I was like, all right, who can I call who would actually get me right now? And I was like, Nigel, like, you know what I mean? And I feel like, especially for my listeners, it's like, it's important to have those friends in your life who are not even doing better than you, but do have that same work ethic as you to kind of, like, keep you motivated because you know what they say, like, you are kind of, like, the five friends that you keep around Mm -hmm. you. And it's important when you have big dreams and big goals that you also have friends who kind of see the same way that you do. Because I think a lot of the time, especially, like, after graduating college and, like, that, this is, like, that weird time when everyone's trying to find their career and stuff, you kind of see some friends who are maybe, like, you know, just to keep it, like, 100, like, they're kind of lagging behind or, like, they're not really working or just they don't know what they want to do. And it's hard when you have friends who, like, like, like we said earlier, want to live like an average life and they don't have big dreams because it kind of makes you feel like, okay, like, am I asking for too much? Like, do I want too much? And it's good to have a, a circle of people around you who want the same things that you do. Preach. Yeah. Preach. You preach right now. I don't know. I just feel like that that's where it comes in. Like, it's, it's tough when you have these big dreams. You don't want to be average. You have to keep people around you with that same mindset who are just going to build you up, who want to see you be great, yeah. like we said earlier. So. Exactly. And just the last thing is, yeah. ultimately, you got to believe in yourself, too. So Yeah, that's the main thing. In a, for example, like in high school, I could definitely say I was in a high school of people who probably did not see the same things that I saw from my life. Mm-hmm. And all throughout high school, I said, you know what, I'm going to be something big. Mm-hmm. And then I went to college, and the same thing. It was like, mm, you might not be able to do that. But in my heart, I was like, I'm going to be something big. And then I did something big at UK that's never been done. And then yeah. I graduated from UK, and I was the same thing. I'm going to do something big. I'm going to be something bigger. And as long as you believe in yourself and you know that's possible, you're going to make it happen. That's dope. That's awesome. That's a good note to leave us on today. So thank you so much, Nigel. No problem. That was dope. No I, I know that everyone listening to this is, like, if you're struggling right now, you don't know what your career path is or your goals and dreams and you feel like you can't go after them, just know that we're all in the same boat. We're all trying to figure it out. Keep good friends around you who are also motivated, who want to see you do well. What else did we say today? Just like, um, who cares about be, the naysayers? Yeah, who cares about the naysayers? Utilize them for motivation. Let that know that they say motivate you to work harder for it, yes. Yes. Um, there's no timeline to success, so just keep working. You might get it when you're 20. You might get it when you're 30, 40, 50, 60, but as long as you get it, you got it. Mm-hmm. Um, and most importantly, just believe in yourself. Yeah, believe in yourself. Keep striving. Most definitely. Awesome. And then you already know I gotta plug myself, so follow me. I was on gonna Instagram. just do that, don't worry. Follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Nigel Marcellus. Um, do you wanna spell that out? No, I'll have it linked in the description so you guys can find it there. But yeah, follow him on Twitter because he's always tweeting gems. And I'm tweeting hella gems. See what else Nigel balls. has coming up for us. Yeah, most definitely. I wanna see the TV show. Soon. It's coming, it's coming soon. Alright. It's coming soon. Thank you so much, Nigel. No problem. So, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. As always, subscribe to me on iTunes, listen to me on SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, and I am also now on Stitcher. I just got approved on Stitcher, so if that's where you guys, um, Android users, if that's where you listen to your podcast, you can find me there as well. So thank you guys so much. As always, love you guys. See you next week. Bye.